for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. How's it going today, Dusty? Hey, buddy. How are you today, man? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. You know, it's a it, it's a typical Saturday or not Saturday. It's a typical Texas day. You know, yeah, it's that's uh, right, bro. just dealing with the allergies and, you know, it's uh, it's all fun. I'm sure you know, understand exactly what I'm talking about. I'm going through it myself. The part of I live on a lake over here and everything's blooming and kind of getting ready to get started. So, yeah, for sure. For sure. So. Yeah. Uh, excited to have you on. Excited to talk to you. When I had uh, Jake on, he mentioned, or when I was in the process of getting Jake set up for last week, he mentioned that he was working with you. And I was like, oh, well, I already have a couple of messages out to Dusty. So that'll be cool once we get that set up. So um, right on, brother. Yeah. yeah. Excited to chat with you a little bit. And uh, so, first off, uh, you're born and raised Dallas, or are you born and raised Texas and then moved to Dallas? Well, I'm actually originally from Denver, Colorado. I was born there, was only there for a couple of years. And then my family moved me to Irving, Texas. And then I've been in Fort Worth probably the last 22 years. Cool, cool. And have you pretty much been playing music the entire time? Or who introduced you? I have been playing music now and without dating myself. This is probably my 30th year. I've been playing since I'm, well, <laughs> since I was 20. So okay. it's been it's been a long, long time. And so I kind of retired from it, kind of did the cor- corporate America thing for yeah. um, 8, 10, 12 years and then still dabbled in the music thing. But, you know, I, I with COVID, you know, you and I were talking a little bit about COVID before we started the interview. Yeah, it kind of opened some doors with the layoff. I got a layoff from my vice president's job and and I wound up starting to play music again and not really doing anything else. And I've been doing it full time ever since. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, I've had, had this conversation several times that pandemic, even though it was brutal for a lot of people, it also helped a lot of people kind of put themselves back into a path of enjoyment, like just doing stuff that they enjoy, whether it's, you know, playing music, making music, whatever it is, yeah, kind of force them to get back into that. So, um, no, that's awesome. Um, you're so that it kind of explains why on your Spotify, it says that you started releasing music in 2021. Yeah. And so it was interesting, you know, when I was younger, I had a couple opportunities. I, Mm. I did, I did some writing in Nashville and was in Nashville for a while. And then I moved back here and started playing music here. And man, when all that kind of went down, you know, the Texas scene kind of gives you an opportunity to do things a way that it wasn't when I first started. You couldn't when I first started, you know, before it cost a significant amount of money, you know, you had physical distribution on top of the recording. So you're looking at 40, 50, hundred thousand dollars just to do anything. And with, with the way that things go now, you can go into the studio, cut a great song. You don't have technically have to cut 10 songs anymore. Um, And man, you don't have the cost of physical distribution, which is, man, a huge, a huge advantage for an artist, especially when you're talking about 
finances. And so yeah. I've released six singles in the last 20 something months. Nice. One of them, including being a Christmas song. And so we've really been able to build some brand awareness just by recording, being able to release. And that all came from the flexibility of, of what it offers, what, what Spotify and the, the way that you release music offers artists now. Yeah, for sure. You, you brought up the Christmas song and I saw that and I was like, man, how come I didn't see this before uh, last December? Because we tried to do a whole series of interviews around Christmas music for independent artists. And I had a really yeah. hard, I had a real hard time finding independent musicians that were doing Christmas music. Well, so. you know, and, and I'm, I'm signed with Smith music, you know, as my distribution label and the guys mm -hmm. over there were really encouraging about, you know, I don't know if you know, Smith music is the live at Billy Bob's series, all yeah. that 25 years of, yeah. and man, DJ, the guy that kind of runs that, that's my label rep really encouraged us to do christmas music because man it's a brand awareness thing yeah you know people don't realize how you know people are looking for christmas songs and and then i said well i'm just do a cover he said no write your own and so we wrote the one called you jingle my bells i wrote it with a guy named dan smalley out of nashville and another gentleman that's releasing music here in fort worth named kyle fambro and nice. man we did that we we wrote it and cut it in a couple days and it was that's actually awesome. pretty good for what we were doing yeah, for sure. Especially when you got such a quick, quick turnaround and it's such a short season for stuff like that. You know, it's, that's awesome. Um, sorry, you got a busy week coming up. You're, uh, you guys are leaving what Thursday morning to head out to country on the coast. Yep. We are leaving out Thursday morning. And then we, we've got a, a charity show that we're doing before. Then we head to, um, we head, uh, uh there, we fly to Dublin we've got five days in Ireland too. And we're heading to do, so we're going to do four dates and then we're in like club dates. Mm -hmm. And then we're playing the Kilkenny Roots Festival in Kilkenny, Ireland. Nice. That's awesome. You guys are, that, see, that's what I like about those international trips is if you're able to like book them out and make it like really worth your time, because it's such an experience. It's so I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but how expensive it is to get over there. If you can make it, to where you're going to be there for a minute and like really make it worth your while that those are always the best times. So, um, well, and, and I'll tell you what, man, we had a blessing, you know, when this opportunity arose and, and, and presented itself, I think one of the key elements was we had a sponsor that helped us put this whole trip together and, oh, nice. and man, uh, man, what was it was like totally thankful for the yeah. opportunity and, when I say a sponsor, we do, we're playing a big show and he gave us the money to book the trip and go do it. And so we're making the best of it. Just like you said. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So uh, let's talk about your uh, new single here really quick for a little bit. Uh, Honky Tonk Ways. Uh, it dropped earlier this year. It's been out about a month now, I think. Well, it's been out and we actually released it to radio on January 3rd and okay. then and then it released in February. We, we released it to radio eight weeks early, just kind of giving okay. radio a taste of it. So it's been out since the middle of February, towards the tail end of February. And gotcha. it's, been, it's, been, it's been a pretty cool deal. Um, and man's been my fastest rising single on Texas radio, fastest rising single on, on, on um, um, U.S. radio. We've gotten into the top 100 with it. And then I, I scored number one on one of the charts here in Texas with it. So it's been a lot of fun unexpected but cool <laughs> yeah for sure it, it's when i first heard the song when you sent it over to me uh and i started listening or, and i listened to that song specifically um it, it's the type of music that 
I imagine comes out of Texas. It's just like, yeah, really. It's that Texas song that I imagine. And then when I like had the idea for this show, it's like wanting to put a highlight on some Texas music. It's like, that's the type of songs that I've been looking for. So I'm, it's really kind of funny how our, wow, thank you. It's really kind of funny how our paths crossed and about something not even related to Texas, but yeah, it's so funny. So, um, well, man, dude, thank you. Thank you so much. That's a, that's a huge compliment. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. So you said this was your, uh, fastest rising song, uh, as far as like, uh, releases go that you've had out so far, uh, for anybody that's, uh, just got done listening to it. How, how long have you had this song in the, how long has it kind of been in the works? How long has it been kind of percolating in the ether? <laughs> it's been around for a little bit. We've been thrilled. Uh, I started working on it at the front end of COVID. And if you listen to the song, it truly is about not being able to go out and enjoy the nightlife because we were on lockdown. <laughs> it's, it's, that's kind of what the word's about. So it's been working for a couple of years. We finally put it together. I went to Rosewood and those guys in Rosewood Studios and Tyler. Drew Hall produced it and man really threw down on it. And when we released it, I finished it in November and I just mm. kind of kept it in the, uh, November 22 and I kept it in the hopper. And man, right when the gates opened in January, I released it. I think there's a multiple, there's, a, there's multiple reasons why the song's done so well, mm. but I think a lot of it's because man, it's fun. It's not crazy serious. Um, and also, man, it is straight up good old 90s honky tonk music. Yeah. So we've been so blessed to have this do what it's doing. And and there's so many people involved in when you have success like this um, in making this kind of stuff happen. So I, I'm so blessed and, and thankful um, to be working with the team that we have. And of course, talking to you, too, and talking about this thing. So, yeah, for sure. Pretty cool. Pretty for cool. sure. It, it's all like just Texas. And I've been in Waco now for it'll be four years in October. And just the people that I've met here, it's been so wild. Like I knew very few people in Texas, even though I lived out in New Mexico for a whole bunch of years, I knew very few people in Texas. And just like the last four years, I've made some friends here that are like 20 years down the road. It'll be like, Hey buddy, how you, how's, you know, Abilene, how's West, you know, like all the yeah. name, any little town here in uh, Texas. Um, yeah, that's so, awesome. But um, no, you, you brought up Tyler, Texas, which I never thought of as like a prominent scene or town in the music scene until you brought him or brought it up. Jake brought it up about like the recording studio and, you know, recording yeah. music there. And then before we jumped on here, I'm actually in the process of trying to get media passes to go. There's a uh, music and barbecue festival that happens in a couple of weeks out there. Was that was that the Wiggy Thump? No, it's uh, what is it? The Red Dirt Barbecue Music Festival or something oh, like cool, that. Cool, man. Yeah. And like, Char- like Charlie Crockett's out there playing. Like Charlie oh, Crockett's going to be the headliner, and it's I've been trying to get him on the podcast for three years now. So it's like if I can work my way in there, I'm going to get there. So, right on, uh, brother. That's cool, <laughs> man. I but Tyler, man, that studio's been there for a lot of years. Um, man, like it's interesting. Jake and I recorded the same place and we do a lot of work together. And so like that place recorded like Leon rhymes, Mm -hmm. Cody Jinks has recorded there. Josh Ward records there. Aaron Watson still records there. The last album that was released. So it's, 
it's a it man when you pull up to the building you can't even really tell what it is yeah it's pretty amazing how that works so yeah it, it is kind of an epicenter an unknown epicenter of, yeah. of texas country music for sure yeah for sure so uh jumping back over to a uh, country on the coast you're getting ready to leave here in a couple of days and you're going to be gone for a good amount of time um uh, how did you kind of get linked up with country on the coast? Had you worked with Rachel before or? Well, I'll tell you what, man, I had connected with a guy named James Vince okay. who does live in the living room out of the UK, out of London. And he has come to Fort Worth multiple times. And ironically enough, it's kind of funny how this all came about. Mm -hmm. um, James was like, man, I'm going to hook you up with Hannah Roper and those folks over at country on the coast and you can come over here and play and that'd be great. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, well, and I'm thinking, yeah, cause you know how this business is. People talk about a lot of things a lot yeah. of times. Yeah. Well, come, come about November. I get another note from Hannah going to, Hey, you're ready to book this event. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I was like, that's great, man. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to. And I, I wasn't fully prepared for it. Well, I kind of mentioned, man, if I'm going over there to do it, can I bring some friends with me? And so, we brought uh, Jesse Jennings and Brad and we're bringing Jesse Jennings, Brad Russell and Jake Williams with me. Mm -hmm. And man, we kind of put the pen to paper and kind of got all this locked in and, and man, that's kind of how it happened. James was kind of the catalyst for getting us to meet each other and do some things. And so mm -hmm. that's, and he's done a lot of stuff um, for a lot of Texas musicians and Texas artists um, in regards to bringing people over there to the UK. And, and so he was instrumental in making that happen for us. No, that's awesome. That's really cool. And that's the one thing about the UK is if they say they're going to get you into something that by God, they'll figure it out. They'll, they'll figure oh, yeah. out a way to make it work. Uh, you know, yep. cause originally I was supposed to go over last fall, like right around labor day for a festival up in Blackpool, but I didn't realize how long it was going to take me to get a passport together. Like, cause when, Oh yeah. Last time I got a passport was in 2000. So it wasn't like this big whole, this big old thing to do. And, you know, 23 years later, it's like, oh, you've got to actually like prove you're human and all this stuff. And I'm oh, like, yeah. The, hey, we, we ran into some issues. Like Jake just recently got his passport. Yeah. He's in a small community. And, and we were a little worried about him getting it. Um, yeah. It took a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 And so, um, and then this came up and, uh, some things happened or th this festival came up and I was going to go over and I, we would have probably been on the same dang flight because it was supposed to be leaving Thursday, early morning and then, uh, getting there. And, but I, some things happened in my life that didn't make it able for me to leave. And, um, yeah, right on brother. I, well, so. you know how that happens. It's a little bit of an undertaking getting over there, yeah. but we, like I said, we're making that happen, which is cool. Yeah, for sure. It's, um, it, it's always, it's, it'll be a fun trip. I told, when I was talking to Jake, he, he seemed a little apprehensive because it was his, going to be his like first flight, like big flight and all that stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think you'll be all right. I think you'll be all right. He's not, he's not a flyer, brother. He's not yeah. a fan of the flights. He, you know, I think once he gets it off the ground, he should be doing pretty good. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But um, hopefully y'all have a great trip and uh, hopefully next year there'll be a whole Texas enclave at the festival again. And yeah, it'll man, it'll be fun. well, I think this is a great start for that. Right. Because yeah. I think in the, in the end of the day, man, 
I think we'll get a little taste of it and we'll be able to send some more folks over to that side of the world. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm actually trying to get some UK artists to come down to Texas. Just they, they go all, they go all everywhere else in the U S but it's like, no, come to Texas. Texas ain't, ain't what you think it is. It's a lot better. So go to Austin, go to Dallas, come to Waco, you know, like whatever it is, we'll get you there. And yeah. Yeah, I'll, man. They'd have a blast. We, We've met multiple people from Australia and from the UK. Yeah. So it's it, and and from Ireland. I was actually, you know, I had a song that did real well um, in Australia back uh, in April of last year, mm -hmm. and it was ironic. One of those folks were in from Australia and actually knew the material. So Texas is building its bridges with all those countries, and those countries mm -hmm. are building their bridges here. So it's yep. it's a pretty cool deal. Yep, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So hopefully you all have a great time over there. Uh, if anybody wants to check out your music or any other live shows, interact with you on social, where's the best place to find you? Man, you can find it. Everything is Dusty Motes Music. My website is DustyMotesMusic.com. Facebook is Dusty Motes Music. Instagram is Dusty Motes Music. Twitter is Dusty Motes Music. We've been, been really able to get that brand where it's all the same, nice. so you can find it pretty easy. That's awesome. It, it's a rare unicorn to have the same everything across every social media platform. So for sure, buddy. That's awesome. For sure. 